Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously, grand final day, the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Penrith Panthers later tonight. If you haven't listened to the podcast that we dropped this morning, it features Scott Sattler, obviously talking about his heroics in the 2003 grand final, but also his father, John Sattler, in the 1970 grand final. The Sattlers, they are two legends of our game. One is a legend of the Penrith Panthers forever, and the other one is a legend of the South Sydney Rabbitohs for eternity. Legends, they are born on grand final day, and these two, they took their game to the next level for the two clubs that are playing tonight. An unreal chat. I highly advise you go back and have a listen to it. This week, we obviously had the Rabbitohs Radio Boys. We went on their podcast. We dropped that audio for you guys. We also had the Phantom on and a heap of South Sydney content leading into this week. Thought it was only fitting that today we went for a little flashback interview. We spoke to Craig Gower, of course, who was the skipper of the 2003 Premiership winning Panthers. We spoke to him in the lead up to the grand final last year and I've just taken about a 15 minute snippet from that interview. There is a few things that he says here that are relevant to last year's grand final, but there's also a heap that he touches on to do with the Panthers, where they've come from, where they're going, and of course, he reflects on the 2003 Premiership. A Premiership that came out of nowhere. We spoke about this earlier in the week. The Panthers, they had gone like an absolute busted for the few years leading up to this grand final. They came from nowhere. They were the minor Premiers, and they went on to win the Premiership. One of my favourite stories in rugby league history, the 2000 and three Panthers really set the tone for rugby league in the 2000s that it was essentially anyone's game. Came up against the red-hot Sydney Roosters who are looking to go back-to-back for the first time since the Broncos had done it in the early 90s. It wasn't meant to be. Craig Gower, Reese Wesser, all these boys from the Penrith Panthers, they pulled off one of the greatest upsets in rugby league history. As I said, Gowie was the skipper of the Panthers that night, their inspirational leader and their best player in my opinion. If it wasn't for uh, a revolt by the RLPA, he would have won the Dalian medal that year. An incredible season for Craig Gower. He joined us on the podcast about a year ago to talk about the Penrith Panthers and about that 2003 season. I'll hand it over now to Gowie. Dream come true. The Penrith Panthers, the 2003 Telstra Premiers. Gowie, welcome on. How are we, mate? Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, all going good, mate. Decent week to be a Panthers fan. This is the uh, 
the week that you want to be a Panther fan or a player or someone involved in the club. It's, uh, you know, it's great for the community. It's, uh, they certainly get behind you out here and, uh, you know, it's uh, been too long between drinks. Mate, obviously it's been 17 years since you guys went there. It's often remembered as like a fairy tale grand final story. Do, do you see any similarities between your side and this current mob now? Well, yeah, there's a bit of both. There's a bit of both. You know, we, we didn't have too good a season the, the, the year before and then we just come out of the blocks and, you know, this, certainly this is a one-off with the COVID and all the rest of it. But, you know, there's a lot of inexperience in that team, uh, you know, but I, I wouldn't... I think the biggest comparison is actually the, the junior base that we that, that that we had in the team at that time, and that's 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 to the forefront now. You know, you have a lot of guys that come out of the, the area, and and that's what you want to see with the, with the biggest nursery in rugby league. You want us to uh, produce the best players and and have have you know multiple players coming through, um, you know, at, at all the time, and um, you know they've certainly done a, a great job, and the, you know Phil Gould's done a great job with, with that uh, pathways system. Mate, he's sort of uh, the forgotten man this season, Phil Gould. Obviously, he laid a lot of these platforms over the last few years. Yeah, I think it's a bit of both there, you know, because obviously Gus got rid of Ivan and, you know, there's some good and bad. And, you know, it's like anything. The relationship runs down in, in, in whatever map it is. It's going to be, you know, you know, you know sort of on two sides of the story. It's probably the truth is somewhere, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, you, you can't deny that, that he... Um, he done a wonderful job. Uh, you know, the club probably wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him. And, and uh, his, his relationship with Jacket to put in ten million into dragging the club out of you know a pretty ordinary, ordinary situation. So, you know, there's a lot of good things that obviously people don't know the full full story of. And um, you know, when when you make statements like it's a five year plan and they don't come to fruition, you know, obviously, you know, with the media the way they are, they, they're going to hammer you. And he certainly cop that, but. Uh, you know, from from my perspective and what I know, you know, he, he done, he's done a great job, and certainly he's been a um, someone that can take a bit of credit of, of of where this team is at. Mate, we spoke about similarities before between the O three and this current side. Obviously, the standout for me is probably you know, obviously you had Martin and John Lang. They've got Ivan and Nathan Cleary. Tell me about you know. How in 2003, like, did that have an effect on the group at all, the, the way that Martin and John obviously had that different relationship to everyone else? Not, not at all. Uh, you know, he was one of the boys. Uh, so as simple as that. And John didn't treat him any differently. And I, I wouldn't imagine Ivan would either. You know, it just, you know, that would just produce a, you know, a bad feel between the group straight away. And, um, you know, Lenny was just one of those guys. He was just a, a great person. A guy that can, you know, he wasn't a technical coach, and 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 um, and he didn't need it. You know, we we had we had guys in the team that could could create, and and we just played a simple way. And, and he was just a great man manager. And you know, I suppose, you know, Wayne Bennett's in a similar similar category. You know, he's he's an unbelievable man manager, and and um, you know, not the most tactical guy. And you don't need that. You just need you know you need your squad being happy and and, and enjoying themselves and getting ready to play. And, you know, it's a, it's a, and I, I suppose I don't know. I haven't been too close to Ivan, but he seems pretty calm and and, and sort of on the same level. You know, so um, you know, it's a, I just just hope that they can get it done on Sunday. Tell me about the halfback, mate, Nathan Cleary. Obviously, he's had a fantastic season. He was pr- pr- pretty unlucky last night not to get the Dally M medal. I thought. I mean. It's sort of, you know, it's got its similarities to your story. Extremely unlucky not to get the Dally M in 03 as well. 
ours, ours, is, ours is different to that. You know, we, we decided to boycott because of, you know, industrial action and all the rest of it. So there's a, there's a bit in that where, you know, it was sort of out of, out of our control in the way of, you know, we had to make a decision to see if we were to get our players union up and, and that's, that's what the repercussion was. You know, I think with Nathan, I, I think the biggest thing for him was that he was playing that good, consistently that good. They wanted just to do something, you know, out of this world to to um, to get points, and uh, I think that's what that's what come down to his detriment because everything he touched, he the way he controlled the game, the way he was poised, uh, the way he directed that, that turn around was first class, first class in every game. So. I, I seriously don't know how he didn't win. Like, I, it still, still baffles me now. And, um, yeah, I suppose we'll never know, but it's just some people look at the game where, you know, he's scoring three tries and something else. Uh, when a guy can control the kind of way he did from, from his position uh, um, and, and sort of by a high level, well, you know, for me, that's, um, you know, I suppose that's me reading the game differently to, to someone else. Mate, take me back to 2003. Was there a moment in that season where you sort of, you know, is there a moment that you remember that you realised, fuck, like, we're the real deal here? I think it was when we started to go on our first run of uh, consecutive victories. Uh, you know, we, we we started pretty ordinary and we, we, we scrapped it. We got a couple of wins and even though we, we, we won, we were pretty, pretty scrappy and shitty wins. But I think that's what you need sometimes. It's just to, to get you on the right track and... and um, and then we just went on a run, and and then it just, the, the momentum started again, and, and everyone just started to click and, and play their play their roles in the team and play to a high level. And uh, I think that's what that's that's what the major thing for us was, was the confidence that grew, and and um, you know it was pretty it was probably half halfway through the season where I, I thought, oh, we, we can do something here, and and um, we we had a, we had a, we had another couple of losses, but I think that that was good for us, you know, we needed that. And, some people need to say that you need a loss, but you know you, you can tell by this team at the moment they, they don't need a loss. So they just love playing footy with each other, and um, you know it's a credit to, to Ivan and, and all the staff of what a wonderful their job job they've done in, in this sort of in this environment at the moment. Mate, obviously, I would imagine Ivan Cleary would be enjoying the position they're in at the moment. Like they've won x amount of games in a row, which is unbelievable. They've still come into this game as underdogs. I mean, you guys were similar. You guys were minor premiers. You came up against the Roosters, who were going for back to back premierships. But you know, they were the favourites, and it sort of gave you guys the under tag, the underdog tag. I imagine Penrith, they just love that. At the time for us, I, it, we didn't really care. You know, it wasn't about that. You know, we just loved it, loved being in the moment at that time. And and just the when when you can do that and be relaxed about it, uh, it just shows you the composure that that you have as a team. And um, I'm just hoping that, that this team with so many young guys, I think that the biggest thing, the biggest difference for me is that they haven't got as many senior guys in there. And hopefully that that's not going to be their detriment. You know, they can just enjoy the moment as as they as it comes and just play their play their full ability. So, uh, and I'm just I'm just hoping that they just they can start well and don't get overawed and get themselves into the game and 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 let their ability uh, you know shine through. Mate, we talk about, you know, big players standing up in big games and obviously your grand final in 03, I thought, you know, obviously he won the Clive Churchill medal, but I thought Luke Prittis' performance, it's one of the best grand final performances we've ever seen. Oh, without doubt. Without doubt, you know, we don't look at it. We don't complain. It's just, just as simple as that, you know. And and this is what's been take on the on the weekend. You know, I tell you one of the one of the guys who steps up and they take the big moment and they just grab they grab by the, the scruff of the neck and they go for it. And um 
we've come up with you know three massive plays for us. You know, like obviously he spotted a bit of a gap behind the rail golf. He put put Lagrini up for one over me up, and then when I was screaming at him for for a shot, he's he's going the left side and trying to you know a thirty meter cutout and hit, hit Lagrini on the on the chest, and you know, then that that's what you want. Like to stand up and, and take to take those moments. Sometimes you get, and it might surprise you who does it, but uh, you know, Luke Luke's been there and done it before, and. You know, he was a class player, so there's nothing surprises me with him. Who's the man you're expecting to stand up for Penrith on Sunday, mate? I think there's, there's going to be multiple. You're going to, you're going to need the whole team to play well. Like, it's as simple as that. Um, you know, Villiers' kick out is going to be massive on the edge. Uh, you know, you, you can't go past our halfback. You know, Nathan needs to be able to control the game, kicking game. It's been first class all year, and if you can continue that and just give them the ball where they don't want it, and you know, get to the corners and build pressure, um, and do it for eighty minutes, uh, you know, I think that's where we'll uh, we'll win the game, mate. As a halfback, I'm I'm sure you'll be able to explain it better, but explain to me the importance of um, Appy Curacao this year. Obviously, having a fantastic nine there, he looks like he's just been the missing piece for the Penrith Panthers. Well, I think it, it, what it does is it, it, it holds the A's and B's and, uh, accountable in the, the market. So, so when when he's there, they, they can't just shoot off and just just play, go to go to the halfback, you know, because there's, there's going to be a run threat from him. And he's really slippery little sucker, isn't he? Like he's always ducking and diving and getting getting through places. And and I'm just thinking, how's he getting through there? But he, he he's just he's opened it up for Nathan, and I think that. That, that's that's a big thing for uh, you know for a halfback that not have that as much pressure coming from the inside. You know that he, he's been he's been a massive massive culture to for that team to to excel to where they are. What about your lock forward, mate Isaiah Yo? He's sort of flown under the radar a little bit over the last few seasons, but I'm sure you know yourself and the Penrith faithful they've always known just how important he is. hundred percent. You know you, you, you can go through all those all the guys. Uh, you know, in that team at the moment, how how well they're playing. Uh, he's certainly shone. He's, he's certainly shone. Liam Martin, he's been outstanding. Like, you know, what a season he's had. You know, everyone, young Stephen Crichton. Like, you, you look how young he is, and you know, I, I could name I could name them all. And that's what you want when when you're going into the grand final. You want to naming like every every player that's. Um, that's obviously playing well. And, uh, you know, you look at that squad, they're all playing well. Craig, you, you obviously would have seen the Panthers win in 91. You would have watched Roy Simmons celebrating that grand final. Explain to me the feeling in 2003 when the siren went and you'd, you know, you'd finally climb that mountain. Uh, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. Well, it's, it's hard to describe. It's, it's everything that you that you dream of um, as a player that you you want to want to go to a grand final. You want to win a grand final. Uh, I, 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 you know, when I was younger, we used to win, win them all the time, so it was it was easy. But you know, when you get to the the, the big time and you realise like how difficult it is, you know, like obviously with injuries and all the rest of it, um, I think it was just a lot of elation that 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 happened and. Um, you know, it's just a it's just a great feeling to have between your mates. 
you know. And these 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 are guys that you're going to be mates with for the rest of your life because you share share a bond that yeah, you know, no one can take away. That where you you're one of our NRL grand final and certainly hold it dear to my heart. Tell me about the few days after that grand final, mate. How did the uh, celebrations go down? Oh, they were yeah, they got a little bit messy. Yeah, they were. Um, we had a we had a couple of you know, it was a, a couple of big days there, but we had to go on tour, so it was one of those things where we enjoyed it. We we we, uh, we sort of got told to leave out of the club at oh, about three o'clock, and I said to the I said to the duty manager, I said, oh, so we're not going until someone fills a taxi full of full of alcohol, you know, so we can go to a party. So we're one of my mates that was having a party at this place, so we all we all legged it out of there and went back, went to a back to one of my mates' house. So we had about eighty people there, so that was uh, entertaining. And then in the morning, we sort of stepped into it and we we hijacked a couple of buses on the way to they were on route. Obviously, doing their bus service, and we, we we stopped a couple of buses to take us and take us back to the park. And it's sort of funny what you can get sort of get, get away with, you know, when you when you when you're winning grand finals. But I suppose something that you probably couldn't get couldn't get away with these days, you know. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 